0: The Holistic Jam podcast with Anita Denise is for you if you are open minded and wanting to deepen your awareness of all things spiritual. Anita delivers enlightening insights in bite sized episodes. Hello, and welcome to the Holistic Jam podcast, bringing you bite sized insights into the various holistic therapies. Today, episode 14 P or Palmistry, your life in your hands. Now, Palmer Street is believed to have its roots from ancient India and possibly the Roma travelers over 600 years ago. It is believed to have spread through China, Egypt, Greece, and then on into Europe more than 600 years ago. Henry VIII, which is a very well-known king back in the UK here who had six wives, Banned palmistry and other alternative therapies and anyone caught practicing would be considered a witch or a sorcerer. So back then, if you dabbled in any of the divination tools that are available today, you've been punished and possibly sentenced to death. So um, yeah, it's not a very nice aspect around that time in history. Now, there are two aspects of palmistry. One is where we read the shape and quality of the hand like gaps between fingers skin texture and joints this is considered to be the template of the hand and then what we're more familiar with is actually the line reading so the markings that come within the palm of the hands as we look at palmistry but there's a lot more to palmistry than people really realize than just actually looking at the lines on the hands now these two aspects have two very um, Unusual names. Now, the reading of the shape and quality of the hand and the texture of the skin. This is called chiromancy, which again is a bit of a mouthful, but um, that's basically what it means. It means the shape, the temper of the hand, and chiromancy is the interpretation of the lines, other markings that come within the palm of the hand. And what I like about palm reading is and looking at people's hands and the palms. It really does tell the story of your whole life. And and what I feel is fascinating is that the lines on the hands do actually change so again here like we saw any sort of divination tool nothing is ever cast in stone things can always change um, in any way shape or form now again we come back to the template of the hand and we, we look at a person's hand to start off with and there's a difference between the right hand and the left hand. Now, when we look at left and right hand readings, basically we're looking at um, what is called the passive hand. Now, the passive hand is the hand that most people would most people be left handed. It's not your dominant hand. It's the hand that basically you know we we don't use as often. When we're looking at say people who have um, a more dominant. Right hand, this would be the hand, the active hand. It's what the hand that we're working with and where we sort of look at a person's abilities within their life. So we look at the passive hand. We look at the dominant hand. This changes around because if somebody is left handed, this would then become the dominant hand and their passive hand would be their right hand. So this is just basically something you'd ask somebody if you're doing a palm reading, which is your more. Dominant hand. On occasion, we'll have some people who will be ambidextrous where they do use both hands, but there will still be certain aspects of their um, personality. We will still identify them as a right handed or left handed person. And it's important when we start to look at palmistry, we look at somebody's hands to identify initially passive hand, dominant hand, because as we look at the passive and the dominant hand, the dominant hand, which we say today here for the sake of me um, talking to you, we take it as the right hand. Now, the dominant hand in being my right hand shows me um, my abilities and how I'm using my abilities right now in this space and time. Now, when we look at the passive hand, which in me is my left hand, this shows me the abilities that I was born with. So it's quite curious. Um, Even if you look down your own hands and and, and in sort of detail here and to see if your passive hand correlates the same as your more dominant hand. And quite often you'll find that both the major lines in both hands are quite different, They be similar parallels. But on the whole, you'll find different lines, different markings, different shapes, different symbols that will come up between the two hands. And what this starts to, to, to tell you as you be build a reading is the person whose palms you may be looking at, are they basically um, using the abilities they were born with via their passive hand? If the two hands are very similar and the lines are very similar, as we look at the major lines on both hands, you will then know that, that person is pretty much working through their life path, their life course, using the abilities they were actually born with. So again, if the hands are quite differently, differently shaped, different lines, different patterns, different sort of textures, sometimes you will see that then that person by the active hand may not be using their abilities to the full of their potential. So it's quite interesting when you sort of start to look at your own palm, even if you're not a palm reader, you can get an, an idea if you're literally working with the abilities and gifts you're actually born with in this incarnation so your dominant hand basically tells you how you're manifesting um in life where you are right now have you reached your full potential as you work through looking at the hands so it's a very it's a very good way of just uh, looking for yourself actually and just getting an idea Ooh, are these two hands the same are they different um in extremes now the passive hand also reveals um inherited traits early and family influences almost like we look at passive hand as your destiny so again let's talk about soul readings about life path but that basically your passive hand also will hold the information now you again we come to the active hand which in my case is my right hand this reveals to me how i am using or Choosing not to use, overlooking my natural abilities. So again, we get a balance. Are we using the, say, the communicator within myself, which I do now. I use, I use to my full potential. Um, but some of us don't necessarily have know we're aware we have this ability to communicate well, which is also available to look within the hands. So the passive hand will reveal if you're born with a particular. Character or trait. So, comparing the two markings on both the hands can see if this is something that you've been born with or something that you have developed as you go through your your working your working life, basically. Now, we do know that the the left hand is controlled by the right side of the brain. And this is really where we sort of um, we understand relationships and inner self and all lateral thinking is is, is considered to be to be coming from that part of the brain. This is also where we do our spiritual and our personal development. So we look at the right hand, um, the the actual here, the right hand is controlled by the left part of the brain, which is a more logic aspect of ourselves, reason, objectiveness, um, outer personality and considered to be a much more yang, more masculine type of energy. So, if we come back to the initial charomogni, the shape of a hand, the the template, before we look at the lines, the template refers to the shape of the hand. And we can look at the shape of the palm um, face up, turn the hand over, look at the palm, the back of the hand face down. And we're looking at, so see here, texture of skin, the shape of the actual palm itself is it square? Is it rectangular? is elongated, we're looking at the, the nail tips, the nail shape. I know many people now have false nails and under gels and all sorts on them, and Ma herself included, so it's a little bit more difficult with that. But this is something way back that would also been considered to be within um, a reading. Now, regarding joints, this can be a difficult one because we do look at joints. Again, we're doing palm and doing palm readings. But obviously, as, as the hand starts to age sometimes it can become non knobbly through arthritis and, and different conditions so again we would not bring that aspect within the reading because it's just more the aging process that takes shape as time goes by but um growing up so it's funny because my grandma had this expression about money running through my fingers there's a, a, an aspect of palmistry where you can actually see gauge your relationship with money yourself by literally Resting your hands very naturally, palm facing upwards, with on on your lap on a on a flat surface on a table in front of you, and just take a look down at your hands and see how your fingers lie as they sit either with on the table or with on your lap. And my fingers tend to be very widely spaced apart, including my thumbs, so there's a um, quite a big gap between every single finger. On my left and on my right hand, so my passive and on my dominant, and also between my thumb, which actually uh, signifies a person who does not have a particularly good relationship with money. It basically can run through your fingers. So again, a little bit of a fun aspect to palmistry, but it's actually um, it's quite interesting, intriguing how true this tends to be. Because if you look at some someone here, you put your hands in your lap, and you've got quite your the lower part of the fingers here, from the the joint upwards to the first knuckle, are quite close together. You will find you're probably somebody who's much more. Um, sensible regarding money so I'll be sort of thinking twice before spending money that need not have to spend so it's a, a just a little practice session there you can do in yourself to see look take a look at your natural relationship with how money how you deal with money as you go about your daily life and uh, i used to used to laugh at my nan my grandma growing up but it's funny you know as, as time has gone on and i've gone more towards working with divination tools palmistry being one of them um how these indications that come through actually you know uh, there's some a lot of truth that comes with, within the palmistry aspect now again looking at the um the hand shapes there's again two philosophies here of reading the hand shape there are six traditional hand shapes which is the elemental hand the square hand the psychic hand the active hand a philosophic hand a mixed hand which can be a combination of eva and and we also have here the um conic hand which is also um a very uh, long slender thin fingers each of these type of hand shapes will signify a type of personality that you're born with and literally you know how we are here to work things through through our life. Now there's also um the other elemental hand shapes which is also quite interesting because these ones um I quite like these ones I, I tend to use the ones more myself um because I I do like working with the elements anyway sort of a bit shamanic feel to it but we also have the four elemental hand shapes and this is the earth hand air hand fire hand and water hand now we can also have a mixture of two types here um, as we're looking at the uh, we can have a bit of a earth hand come in a bit of a fire hand or you know combination of either two sometimes you look at someone's hand and it, you could almost bring a third aspect in regarding the elemental hand shape but it's best just to literally look for two no more than two types because it can link then become a bit confusing. And this is the the shape of hand, the template I prefer to use. Now, just because somebody, for example, may have what is called an earth shaped hand doesn't mean to say they're born under the star signs of the earth signs. But an earth hand qualities are you tend to look again at at their palms facing upwards and you have a square palm and you have short fingers. Clear, strong, major lines on the palm of your hand. And people born with the earth hand are very much here. They are the fixers, tend to be reliable and direct. And people with this earth hand, the template here, need routine, sh- security, and order in their life. So even just by reading that out to you, you might know somebody, or the personality traits sort of sit with someone you know, if not yourself. Now, an air hand is, um, you look at the palm again here, I look at this both ways. First of all, I look at it sort of from from the top, looking down on my fingers, where you can see someone's rings, if they're wearing rings, then I then turn the hands over and look at the palms facing upwards. Now, the air hand has strong palms, square, strong square palms. It's very square in shape, but they have long fingers. So very long fingers. And as you turn the hands over and look at the palms facing upwards, you will see here clear, thin, major lines on their palms. So they're clear. You don't need to sort of like squint and get a magnifying glass to see them. They tend to be quite thin. Now, so we'll look at here, square palms, long fingers, clear, thin, major lines. The air hand people with this template tend to be very... Talkative, they're great communicators, they're analytical and big thinkers. They also will need emotional balance and ways to safely express feelings. So again, here, may say, look at your, your palms here. Do you identify yourself with a air hand? Now, the fire hand, um, as we look at the fire hand here again, I always look down from the top, first of all, over the top of the hand here as so I've got the palms downwards. And the fire hand has a rectangular palm, so rectangle from the top, turn the hand over, also rectangular as you look from the palm facing upwards. This hand, the fire hand, has short fingers, clear major lines and also clear minor lines on their palms. And you can see these again clearly without having to look at magnifying glass or really trying to screw up your eyes. People with a fire hand tend to be very adventurous, energetic, sociable, and passionate. And again, with a fire hand, sometimes they need to conserve energy by saying no. <laughs> um, and a good way for them to release this excess energy is through exercise of some kind that you uh, might find you enjoy. So we will have different aspects. We enjoy in exercise. Now, water hand is next. Now, the water hand qualities here so someone again here looking from the palm downwards then we flip the palm over palm upwards have a rectangular palm long fingers thin major lines and lots of fine lines on the palm now this water hand you may need to have a magnifying glass to actually look more detail at the lines on this hand I actually do have a combination of a a water hand and a Her Earth template. Um, So it it makes sense to me when I read back um, what what the qualities that come through here. Now, with a water hand, um, these people tend to be very intuitive, can be a little bit emotional, sensitive and imaginative. And you'll find if you have a water hand, a lot of water hand quality, you will need peace, time out. And a good aspect for grounding self with um, being a water, the water hand here is to do practical tasks. So you can do anything you like, a bit of gardening, go for a walk, maybe do some DIY. It's just that routine aspects of, of everyday practical tasks will help the water hand sometimes to ground. So it's quite interesting you know, just to look at your little hands, get a feel, literally shape a palm, face up, face down, length of fingers. And looking at the major, the major and minor lines. And you don't need to be understanding all of the lines at this point, what they all what they all mean and understand, but you just get an idea to see um two things already. how's my relationship with money? Is it good? Is it not so good? Um, template here to a personality type. And just for today, I'm gonna to sort of just loosely touch on um on the, the major lines and um because it's, it's Palmer Street in itself is a massive subject which could be explored for many, many hours. Um so I'm gonna look at the major lines next and because someone always whenever I do a reading they always want to know their lifeline, which um and I always remember being back at school, school days, we used to try and work out our lifeline, didn't know where it was or what it was. And the first thing you want to know how long am I going to live, <laughs> which is I think <laughs> is still something human nature tends to think of as we go through our lives. So we start to look at um again when we are reading the the major lines on the palm we do go for the dominant hand initially so the dominant hand being the hand you use mostly for writing for cutting for all those aspects we still look at the two now a good way to look at your palms is to literally i make like a small cup almost like i'm trying to catch raindrops in the palm of my hand and this way you'll start to be a a good um sight Insight into the, the palms, the lines that come up in the palm of the hand, and again, if you've got a magnifying glass, we'll have a little dig deeper. Um, you know, please do so. Play of it, make fun. There's lots of books available you can read and find more about palmistry, and um, so you get an idea. But the first line we look at is the lifeline. Now, the lifeline runs from. So, if we look where the thumb is on the um, dominant hand, thumb here, and that first line, the major line there, comes from. Between your thumb and the index finger and literally runs down that curve to the outside edge there, bottom part of the thumb can in some places touch the wrist. May or may not touch the wrist here, but this is what we're looking at, what the lifeline is. And again, here, depending on on the shape of the lifeline, the length of the lifeline, the depth of the lifeline, this all indicates aspects around a person's health And how they're going to live their life. And again, this is where it's quite good to compare the two. Oh, you're both your lifelines, very similar in shape, length, and size. And uh, so I look at mine, mine pretty much there on both hands are pretty much the same. Now, the next line I'm going to look at will be the headline. Now, the headline comes again if you sort of just slightly cup your hands like you're trying to catch raindrops and you look from your index finger and it could be mine's about centimeter down starts about a centimeter down and you'll find a quite strong line that can run almost diagonal down towards the outside lower edge of where your small finger is your pinky is and that is your headline now with the headline this would indicate how a person navigates um, the thought process, the thinking process of, of, of things in your life. So again, here you may have um, in your own hands here quite a strong headline, and this may indicate you're quite a strong thinker, which is which is fine. Um, so makes makes decisions quite easily, likes to think things through. Now, depending on that headline, where it starts, where it stops, and which. Other minor lines may inter come in towards these lines here. Is different aspects of your life, um, events, future events take place, past events, and again here how you're thinking, thinking, perceiving things in this everyday life. I want to come next to the heart line. Now the heart line starts from the inside tip of the index finger, so between the index finger and your middle finger here, and you just see. The curved, again, a curved line coming around mostly towards the outside edge of your small finger, your pinky again. Now, this again is the heart line. And this is how you, about not necessarily about um, love and relationships, but about, about uh, emo, the emotional part of yourself, how you deal with relationships, how you deal with people generally, even how you deal with, with self. And again, depending on where the other lines are correlate with the heart line, the headline, the fate line and the lifeline, this will have an impact to how you um, are acting emotionally in your everyday life. And and also it can indicate here, depending on where it sits, between which finger, the little finger, the ring finger index finger or your your um, middle finger here, where it lies, crosses over or touches Also has a meaning and can represent passions about, um, for example, for me, my my heart line actually starts um, in between index finger and middle finger, which brings in um, leadership. It, It shows it. Not say so you've got to be a leader, but it shows leadership qualities can come in around you. Now, some people, this heart line may come in somewhere around the the index finger here, which would would um, is more about the art, being creative, being artistic. So, it really just depends on your heart line where it starts, where it stops, and where it crosses on both your hands. Because if on your passive hand, it's in a different place to is on your dominant hand you know you're not actually um, manifesting what you was on this purpose the gifts you were given fully on this on this time you can still change that though as I say you don't have to sort of nothing has ever cast in stone now the fate line which is about um, fate basically how we go through life how we deal with things and um, and that starts literally down look down in the middle part of the wrist here so where where we've got the, the thumb that comes over and the lower part of the wrist you've got these other lines here which are called rachets like little bracelets so it can start really middle of the wrist and come up the lower part of the wrist where those rachets are and comes up and i won't say a straight line but it comes up like a straight line again towards the middle finger now my fate line is barely visible on my passive hand yet on my dominant hand is much more visible so this would suggest that i've been more proactive in getting things done in my life by my own self by my me rather than allowing Nature take its course, so to speak, because on my passive hand, my fate line is quite faint and quite weak. And and as a child, I was someone who quite easily just let things go, let things flow. And that's fine. That's okay. But for some reason, I have become more proactive in my own going forward. And again, as we look at these fate lines, this does represent sometimes we can look at health here, we can look at career changes, lifestyle changes. Sometimes, you know, we get midway through the the fate line, it's up towards the headline here, and either there's a break, a cutoff, it recontinues. This can indicate um, big changes around a person's life, a change of course, change of path by their own choosing or by, you know, fate itself that could have taken them on a different path so they are the major four lines i've just spoken about and as i say we look at the the lines called bracelets and rachets around the wrists here this signifies um, even if you're not traveled much it's a great passion for traveling or wanting to travel know how to travel and wanting to know more basically just a little insight there into palmistry and uh, Because I say it's such a, it's such a, um, a wealth of information that comes in our hands here. That it's, it takes a lot of time to really learn palmistry as an art. I want to say to you, but it's to start off with. It's a little bit looking at your hands. It could be fun, just to start to play with it, and even to try and maybe look at your partner's hands or your f- another family member's hands. And what I say to people, my students, when I, I do teach palmistry, it's actually nice to take um, a, a photograph of your of your palms palms up or if you can do a scan photocopy that's also good and try to do that probably about every six to nine months because you will find that the lines on your hand they do like life is in circles things change the lines on your hands they also change but the interesting aspect is that the template does not change you know that shape of hand we are born with does not change it is I know we can you know they get knobbly through age maybe someone could lose a finger that's that's that doesn't Doesn't count as irrelevant, it's just the fact that that template that you're born with stays the same throughout your lifetime. So, personality traits, how you are, how you perceive things, how you go about things, how you conduct yourself. But we look at the the lines where the lines of dig deeper and they're giving you an indication to the qualities. You were born with and how you're manifesting that as you go through your life, as we look at the lines of your hands. So, I hope you've enjoyed today's um, talk about palmistry. It's a passion of mine I love very much. And um, so, there's more uh, on my website, if you want to read my blog around Guardian Palmistry. And till next time, take care. Thank you for listening to the Holistic Jam podcast. If you have enjoyed listening, please do let me know by leaving a review and do not forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. You are welcome to join my animal communication group, Animal Communication with Anita Denise on Facebook. I would love you to follow me on social media at Anita Denise. If you would like to know more about working with me, head over to www.anitadenise.com. Until the next episode, thank you.